What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOFD, you'll be all set when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOFD. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 or older and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio, 1123. Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, folks. Welcome to another episode of Film Study. This is Ken McCusick. Uh, I have a good episode for you today with somebody we've been trying to connect with for a while. It hasn't worked out for some technical reasons, but joining us is Drew Underwood to talk about Brandon Stevens and how he might be used in the 2022 season. So I think this is an interesting, you know, back back to front build for the Ravens defense. Obviously, a lot of the players they've acquired, they now are have three top flight safeties with Clark Hamilton and uh, Williams on the team, which may limit the ability of Brandon Stevens to, to play safety. But uh, Drew, how are you doing, first of all? I'm doing really well, uh, Ken. Thanks for reaching out to me. Um, been following the podcast for, for a while, and it 
you know, it makes a big difference in my work day between feeling like a, you know, 15 hour day versus like, you know, half hour left to go. And the day went by in a, in a blast. So, or in a, in a uh, you know, pretty quickly. So um definitely thankful for all the content you put out there. And, uh, you know, I'm glad I could at least contribute a little bit. Well, ha- happy to do my part to corrupt the American workforce even more in terms of, uh, you know, but no, I, pre- I appreciate you listening, Drew. I, I, I know there are a lot of folks who listen at work. Coach uh, Evans says he can teach his history class while he listens to, to a pod. So wow. that's really great. And, and I, uh, uh, you know, people who've been doing their job for a long time and uh, and do that, I'm, I'm happy to have you, uh, happy, happy, happy to have anybody as listeners. But Really appreciated the early discussion we had. Uh, uh, we, we met on message boards and had some conversations by email. And this really seemed like a topic that you were deep into is uh, Brandon Stevens. You know, who is he and, and how do the Ravens use him in 2022, which I think is one of the big mysteries about this defense. Yeah. So I, I uh, one of the things I said um, was that I, I think maybe Geno Stone would be better suited to that deep safety role. And I see mm-hmm. uh Stevens uh, coming up closer to the line of scrimmage. Um, I think he can play man more, probably better press man than uh, playing off. And uh, I think he can do zone as well. Um, I think he's a guy, so almost like Jimmy Smith last year, that, that you can match up on uh, certain players and kind of try to create a, uh, a good situation for him. Um, I also think that uh, Martindale's uh, way of, of, of scheming the defense kind of hung him out to dry a little bit last year. Uh, not just him, but there was a lot of cover zero, uh, you know, stuff where there wasn't a lot of help. Um, a lot of times they would blitz the inside linebackers and the middle of the field would be wide open, you know, no inside help and things like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to see uh, how that, the coaching situation affects him as well. All right. So do you want to talk about at all about uh, Steven's background? I know he had some points you made in the in, in some of our email exchanges about who he was and where he was coming from and whatnot. Yeah. So um, obviously he came from SMU, is uh, a, a running back in high school, uh, went to UCLA, uh, couldn't get on the field very much and ended up transferring to SMU. So he's only really been a corner for two years and one of them he didn't play very much. Um, but you know, he, he aligned in a lot of places on that defense, uh, but but I think I saw him most as an outside corner. Um, and then obviously when uh, when he was drafted, um, I don't think I'm alone in saying that I had no idea who he was. You know, a lot of right, people no. didn't really expect him in the third round. Um, he, he, he was off of my radar at that point. I, I, I definitely had not seen him. But when I went back to look at him, you know, SMU, they almost abused him. As, as a player, I mean, they, they moved him around on a down by down basis situationally. They'd move him on the outside. He'd be on the slot. He'd be at, at safety on the back end. Uh, you know, you want to think that means he's Tyrod Matthew, but he might have just been, you know, Tyrod Matthew to to a um, SMU team playing, uh, you know, where they were a Sunbelt Conference, right? SMU Sunbelt Conference. I think that's right. Uh, and, uh, you know, certainly a, a, a player who's versatility in my opinion was kind of overdone in terms of uh, of of how they used him i wish they they'd given him more training at one specific role absolutely yeah i wouldn't be surprised if that uh, versatility was something that impressed the ravens especially mm-hmm. considering that he's coming from uh, a totally different position and not on the defensive side of the ball to go from that to to all the different roles he was filling um he kind of got thrown into the fire and you know i I thought he uh, reacted really well as far as um, 
you know, some of the things he did in college. Um, so that's probably something that the Ravens really liked, I would imagine. Yeah, one of the really difficult players to watch on film, you 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 really have to look for his shoes. They really wore these bright red shoes, but you couldn't really tell from the uniform. The, the SMU uniform numbers are, are not particularly readable. It's one thing I, I talk about this once in a while, Drew, but doing what I do and having to, to identify numbers is a big part of like looking at the defense and determining who's on the field for every play and uh, you know just that basic stuff. I I would go nuts if I were a Miami Dolphins fan and or or a Tampa Bay fan and and all the numbers like have so much similarity that they're very difficult to tell apart. Uh, it's just a it's a really big deal. Yeah, they got that weird font going on down there. Makes it a little mm-hmm. harder. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean the thing about Stevens is he's kind of a blank blank slate, um, as you kind of referred to. Uh, I don't know. Do you think he could get away with the red shoes in the NFL, or is that a violation? <laughs> No, I, I don't know. I don't know what what rules there are. It seems they have those uh, pink shoes they wear. So maybe there's a maybe there's a month he can he can do what he needs to do. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. All right. So you know, one of the big questions coming this year, obviously, is where's Brandon Stevens going to play with the acquisition of the new safeties? Uh, and you mentioned Geno Stone better on the back end, which I completely agree with. I think he should be their fourth safety. In fact, I think Tony Jefferson probably makes sense as the fifth safety to be a guy who plays uh, replaces the Mike linebacker on passing down so the Ravens can play a quarter defense with seven defensive backs. And it's if we're getting to the point where we can't see Brandon Stevens in the game, and I want you to you know have a chance to react to this, with, with four safeties on the field, we got to find some other place that he might be able to contribute. Absolutely, yeah. And, and you know, with the way they kind of overhauled their defense, it's, it's plausible that he might be fifth in the pecking order at cornerback as well. Uh, if, depending on how Fuller and uh, Jalen Armour Davis do. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think, you know, if, if there's a lot of competition going on and some other guys pass him up, but he, but he still looks decent, I don't think that's a bad thing. Um, but if he's gotten a lot of snaps and guys like Fuller and Armour Davis are uh, on the bench, I, you know, I don't know that that would be such a good thing for the Ravens. Right. Um, so he'd be getting them then at outside corner, you're saying? Uh, if 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 he was ahead of Armour Davis on the on the depth chart, I, I would I would agree. I don't think that would be a good thing. Right. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll be honest. When he was drafted, I I saw the way he was built. He almost has a little bit of a a running back build. He's, he's a little stocky. Um, and immediately I was like, oh, you know, that maybe that's our new dime. Um, just because uh, <laughs> when when I look at his measurables, he's like, um, you know, they have that that almost spider web chart on mm-hmm. uh mock draft website yeah i know what you mean he's got probably 90 90 plus uh similarity with guys like devin bush patrick queen um he's just a little bit lighter than those guys but you know that's that's what i thought and i said wow you know they usually wouldn't take a, a dime in the third round they had so much success uh you know in the sixth and seventh round and then uh when i heard eric speak at the the conference the press conference he said he envisioned him as more of a free safety so just uh, an interesting thing. Interesting, because they've, they've clearly moved on from him as the free safety by signing Marcus Williams to a five-year deal in his second year. So that's not, that's not the plan currently in terms of, of, of Brandon Stevens. And, and obviously by drafting Hamilton, they're out of the game of having him on the, on the back end at safety, I think, at all. Uh, you know, the team obviously has Clark all ready to go. If there's a guy who wants Chuck Clark to go more than any, it's probably Brandon Stevens, because he could be the guy who would come up and play dime if Clark were to leave. 
Absolutely. Yeah, you could do that. I, I didn't see any kind of uh, limitation as far as being physical or, or being tough to kind of be down in, there in the box. Um, I think that would suit him. Uh, but right now, um, we do have a couple guys ahead of him in that role. It seems like maybe, you know, and, and this is why I don't envy uh, NFL coaches, because when, when you're developing a guy like that, um, I guess you kind of have to find a balance between being pragmatic and, and being kind of ambitious with his development. Um, cause it, it would be a lot easier to stick him at a position like dime. That's maybe not as, as demanding as outside corner. And, you know, you probably have some success there, but, uh, you know, I get the sense that they don't want to want to sell themselves short. Yeah. That's a great point because if they got, they will get a much bigger payoff if he plays outside corner, obviously he plays many more snaps, if he's forced into duty or, or if that he ends up being a natural there, they get they get much more snaps than they would out of a dime back where you know it's it's they he won't be on the field every play and uh you know it's, it's if he's if he's playing big nickel you know whatever it might be um it, it's just a much more limited role but you're right that's that makes all kinds of sense to try him at outside corner or even at the slot uh if you want to get a player who's in there for for a lot of snaps absolutely yeah i i think that would be a, a grand slam if they could pull that off and he was you know playing a significant amount of snaps in rotation at, at either cornerback spot. Mm-hmm. Would you, would you, do you think his better chance to play is at slot corner or outside corner? So just based on the numbers and uh, the players that we added, I don't think uh, Fuller or Armour Davis are well suited for the slot. So he would be up against probably Demarion Williams and uh, Ardarius Washington in that slot yeah. position. I think that might be a more likely way for him to get on the field. Um, I, I don't want to rule out, though. You know, I've heard you talk about this before uh, with Marlon Humphrey, and, and you know, I, I kind of agree with your point of view that he's he's better suited for the outside and it takes advantage of his skill set a little bit. But there's kind of a, the devil's advocate. You know, I've heard a lot of people saying if you stick Marlon Humphrey in the slot, he may get, you know, seven or eight forced fumbles can cause more turnovers. So. You know, I don't know if that's uh, something that I necessarily uh, co-sign, but I have heard a lot of people saying that as well. Yeah, if, if Marlon's had a fair number of fumbles that have gone out of bounds among his uh, number. They haven't Ravens haven't recovered a huge number of them, though. There have been some key ones. Uh, it it, uh, it it from from being a second man of the ball, Marlon Humphrey is outstanding. Uh, pretty pretty much anywhere from being a first man of the ball, he's he's outstanding from pretty much anywhere but what he doesn't really have in my opinion is the ability to cover that whip route that that immediate change of direction skill that you'd like to have from a slot corner absolutely yeah when you get those little five eight five nine guys um mm-hmm. if, if you're taller longer legs and you know it's just from a from a physical standpoint it's not possible to move as quickly as some of those guys um so I definitely, I definitely agree that uh, you know he's, he's he's better suited from the outside for sure. But it, but it's good to have that versatility as well because it seems like every year we're, you know, by the end of the year we're bringing on, um, you know, Daryl Worley and Robert Jackson, and, you know, Rashawn Melvin. I mean, I could go on and on and on. But it seems like uh, by the end of the year, not every year, but maybe every other year, we're, we're kind of scraping on the bottom of the barrel. So, you know, mm-hmm. if, if one of those either outside or slot gets. Uh, taken out by injuries it's good to have guys can play both 
Now, I'm looking at the three cone for um, Brandon Stevens. And obviously, it's a difficult position because if, if he was at the 699 three cone, he were a pass rusher, uh, that would be fine. In fact, that would be great. Um, but but he's, uh, as a slot corner, his three cone is not particularly good at 699. That, that's a very key measurement for change of direction for uh, slot corners. I'm I'm uh, I've I've been kind of of the opinion this offseason that I think his better chance was probably on the outside that his physical build and his physicality would 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 pay more dividends on the outside. It certainly seems that way. I think you know maybe ten fifteen years ago he would be uh, considered like a cover two corner. You know teams don't run cover two as much as maybe they used mm-hmm. to, but you know that was kind of. Uh, a nice way of saying, you know, a big guy that, that doesn't move around as fluidly as some of the other uh, positions or some of the other cornerbacks. Um, but, you know, on the other hand, that's that's more of a complicated, um, you know, all these zone systems take take a long time to learn. And I also wasn't super impressed. You know, his 10-yard split wasn't great. I didn't mm-hmm. see a, a huge amount of burst as far as, you know, driving towards the ball, breaking up passes. I don't think he's ever going to be a guy that has a lot of uh, – production on the ball mm-hmm. but uh I, I think the way he's going to win is just by getting the quarterback to look somewhere else okay well that's that's certainly very important uh ravens i i see as being set up to be a great zone team this year uh you know just tra- traditional quarters and i always have to say the difference between quarter with seven defensive backs and quarters where you have uh you know four underneath and and two on top and a cover two or 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 four and three, um, if if you're in a cover three, uh, someplace where the where the field is split underneath into into four pieces, it seems like he would be a pretty good defender for that. You know, be good at, at in terms of rallying to a running back coming out of the backfield. Good in terms of of being able to present a larger frame to a quarterback for an underneath player. So it's not he's not just like a slot corner size guy doing that, but he he, he gives you a little more size to look at. Definitely, yeah, he could play in that flat he play in the hook that uh hook curl zone um he, he works very well in cover three and you know i think hamilton and and williams too as well um mm-hmm. you know there's a there's a couple different ways teams will play cover three i think the most common one is one safety in the middle of third and two cornerbacks on the outside third but right i've, I've seen a lot of people do uh you know two safeties one on one of the outside thirds one in the middle and then one cornerback uh on the other side um so, so especially from starting from like a too high look. So that, that's something that uh, I think we could see this year because Mike McDonald did have a, a fair amount of too high looks uh, in Michigan, at least pre-snap. You know, he, he would often drop the safety down and, and play cover three or cover one. But um, I like that that little bit of deception that having the players like that gives you. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. I mean, I, I'm, I'm looking for more robber looks in general this year in terms of a safety coming down into the box uh, being like a free runner in that defense to try and to try and make a play on the football. I think the, the Ravens have the personnel um, with either of their deep guys. I mean, either of their guys, I think, can maintain the back end effectively, uh, whether it's Hamilton or, or Williams I'm talking about now. And both of them have the ball skills to come down and, and take the ball away, which I really love. But going back to your cover three idea, I think, you know, the Ravens are blessed 
to have guys who really love to play the back end, um, Marcus Peters in particular, loves to play the back end of cover three. It exactly accentuates what's good about his game. So it, it kind of makes sense to me that, you know, that, a, that another corner, uh, you know, could be dropped down and you could, you could have a safety on one side. Uh, so it, Stevens is only going to be really be playing outside corner. If in, in my opinion, as a secondary option, as, as, you know, one of the guys who, who comes in, if somebody gets hurt. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I wouldn't mind that. I, I think, um, you know, a lot of people were worried, not a lot of people, but a decent amount of people were worried when we picked Hamilton and, and signed Williams, um, mm-hmm. that we weren't going to get Stevens on the field enough. And, you know, I just don't think that's going to be a problem. I, you know, and if it is, it's a good thing because it means that we don't have a lot of injuries, but something tells me, you know, by the last month of the season, he'll be playing a lot of snaps, even if he doesn't right away. Yeah, he'll, he'll get an opportunity at some point during the year. Hopefully, he doesn't get hurt himself. So, uh, yeah, uh, so the Ravens have gone with tremendous depth at corner this year. Uh, they've also got, I think, reasonably good depth at, at offensive tackle. A couple of positions that really burned them last year in terms of who they ended up with on the field. So, hopefully, Brandon Stevens is part of that. And um, just because we don't know where his next opportunity is necessarily going to come, whether it might be in the slot. Might be on the outside, might even be at safety as a replacement for injury. Uh, the Ravens still clearly liked him enough to take him early last year, and hopefully that means they still have a plan for him. Absolutely, yeah. And I like the way they kind of rebuilt their defense this year. I think the the players that they got in kind of uh, multiply each other's usefulness. And, and what I mean by that mm-hmm. is uh, when you have Williams and Hamilton as your two deep safeties, uh, if you're going too high, you can afford to put six guys in the box um and kyle hamilton especially is going to come down and and make that play at the line of scrimmage against the run um you know earl thomas used to do that sometimes used to do it more in seattle but um it's it's a it's very rare for a player to be able to play the run and and play deep half of the field uh well at the same time very much agree. I think they're going to have an, they're going to have a lot of fun moving Hamilton all over. You know, whether it's press on a press on a tight end or uh, uh, you know playing in the in the in the boxes a dime, coming down as a robber, being an underneath guy in cover three. I think he'd be you know a marvelous, enormous body, enormous wingspan there to to have to throw over if you're a quarterback that that would make things difficult and create interception opportunities. But uh, this this defense is set for turnovers this year. That's what I really love about it. And the, the pair of free safeties are at the heart of that. That's the good kind of safety versatility. The bullshit kind of safety versatility is when you have four strong safeties and you say, oh, all, our guys are all versatile. They can play anywhere. Well, they're forced to play anywhere because none of them can really play free safety is what that really means. So uh, uh, anyway, I, I love the kind of versatility that the, the Ravens actually have this year. I think uh, what you described known as the uh, the Matt Elam role? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, sorry to bring that up, but I, I don't want to remind people of that. But um, yeah, I mean, there's so many different things we can do. And, and one of the things that I am excited about and hopeful about is getting away from those really man-heavy systems that, that Wink Martindale liked because uh, it tends to kind of limit your opportunities to, to make turnovers. Um, Cause a lot of times, you know, the defensive backs aren't going to be facing the, the quarterback. Um, so, mm-hmm. if, I mean, guys like Marcus Peters, especially you want him to be able to drop back and, and, you know, look at the quarterback, read his eyes and, and, and be able to make turnovers that way. 
So yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that goes for for both corners and both starting safeties. So if if Hamilton, Hamilton, um, Peters, Humphrey, and Williams, all four of them like to look at the quarterback. And if you can get them into zone opportunities, completely agree with what that will do for the Ravens in terms of, of uh, opportunities this year. So this ought to be a lot of fun. I'm actually, if I had to be concerned about one part of the defense, it's, it's that the safeties that they replace the linebackers with are actually as good as I expect them to be in terms of understanding what's going on behind them, understanding where they need to be to take away targets from the quarterback. Uh, because the Ravens, if they're as good offensively as they look like they they could be again, uh, they can manage leads. And when they get ahead, this is the kind of defense that will lean, absolutely lean on opposing offenses and 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 finish games with turnovers. And uh, uh, that ought to be something we really look forward to. And you think back to the 2000 Ravens and what that defense did in terms of being able to play as much dime and quarter as they felt like 34 and a half percent at the time was really an avant-garde number. Um, they really were able to lean on teams with the lead and, and uh, as bad as teams were offensively in the first half, they were often worse in the second. Yeah. That, that 2000 team was, you know, I think Marvin Lewis is really underrated as a defensive coordinator. We've had a lot of good ones, but I really liked him. Um, I remember, I, I believe when he played nickel, he would put uh, what James Trapp in, and then he had Harrison and Bailey for the dime. And that's right. That is right. Okay, I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's another thing they could do. Maybe they could have they, if they if everybody does really well and and there's not a lot of injuries, um, maybe you have a, a separate guy for nickel, separate guy for dime, and and then quarter as well. I, I would yeah. love to see quarter this year. They can do some of that, and they can, I mean, with they have, they they can do some rotation at safety if they really want to, if they want to keep people off the field. You know, I know everybody's saying Kyle Hamilton's too good to stay off the field, and he may end up with the green dot, particularly if Clark leaves. I'm sure he will. But I think that the the notion that he has to be on the field every play is kind of a silly one. Uh, you look back, I think, three years ago, maybe it's, yeah, 2018, Marlon Humphrey was the team MVP and he played something like 70% of the snaps. He played as rotationally as a cornerback and they were taking him out. Brandon Carr, you know, was in there <laughs> instead of him on, on, on sometimes it's, it's not, it's not completely outrageous to rotate at, at corner or at safety. It's just a, a case that almost no teams can do it because they don't have the Ravens depth. So this will be exciting. Yeah. Does, does Kyle, uh, Kyle Fuller remind you of Carr at all? You know, they, I, there could probably be some similarities in terms of guys coming to the Ravens at the end of their careers, uh, guys who have been extremely durable during their career. Carr and, Carr and Fuller certainly both meet that standard. Uh, what else? Do, what else do you see as similarities? Um, just the fact that they're both uh, very resistant to, to getting injured. If you look mm-hmm. back, Fuller did miss one one season, right. um, but he, he almost never misses games. He plays hurt. I think Brandon Carr was the same way. You, you could always count on him to to at least be on the field. Yep. Yep. And, and it may be that each of them has a little bit of versatility. You know, they tried Fuller in the slot for the first time ever last year at Denver. First time in his career. But it could be that that he can he can play some safety at some time for the Ravens if that's ever needed with their, you know, six safety stocked room. But if there if there was suddenly a spate of injuries there, I mean, Kyle Fuller is a guy, even if he if it doesn't happen, even if he's not you know, traditional safety, there may be some, you know, rotational coverage look where he effectively plays safety for a play because he has the good 
over-the-top, look-for-it ball skills and enough speed to get by on the back end. Absolutely, yeah. I, I think back to 2019, um, especially after we got Peters, they were moving guys everywhere. Um, I, I don't have the breakdown right in front of me, but I, I did read something where, um, you know, the guys in our secondary all at some point for at least a, a snap or two aligned at, you know, safety, outside, slot, mm-hmm. um, even inside linebackers. So if, if you have a lot of uh, quality players and, and good health, you know, the sky's the limit for what you can do with those guys. All right. Great talking football with you, Drew. I hope we can have you back on again on another topic because this was really good. This is a great discussion. Uh, I get a little bit of feedback from your phone, but we'll work that out next time. And uh, uh, tell folks where they can talk football with you. Yeah, I'm on Russell Street Report uh, for my my username is uh, new, N-E-W, exclamation point. Uh, it was supposed to be brand new. I made it right after they got Lamar Jackson, <laughs> but uh, it must have got cut off or something. I just kind of stuck with it. But anyways, yeah. You're on Reddit as well? Uh, yeah, I, I have the same name on Reddit. Um, I highly recommend both of those websites. Yeah, it, it's a, both good sites, of course. Lots of lots of opportunity to meet people, and and uh, if you want to talk football, that's always a good place to start. Uh, I I meet a lot of people on those boards who I invite on the show and whatnot. And Drew, you're you're one of those. Really appreciate you coming on, and uh, great show. Thank you for doing it with me. Other folks out there, if you'd like to uh, come on film study and do a film study short with me, I have kind of an open mic this time of year. Would love to hear from you. If you've got an idea, if you've got analysis you want to present. Uh, this is the place for it. I'll talk through it with you. I'll ask you some tough questions probably, but love to hear, love to hear from you. If you have an idea for a multi uh, show series, I'm always into that as well. So uh, DMs are open on Twitter. Hit me up there if you'd like to. Drew, thanks again for coming on. Oh, thank you, Ken. I really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next time on Film Study. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.